This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. The heartbeat of Saskatchewan is agriculture, and 620 CKRM is proud to be your source for everything ag. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with your host, Jim Smalley. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, brought to you by Harvard Western Insurance. We don't judge. Here's another reminder to renew your plates today. Visit harvardwestern.com. And brought to you by the Arcola Co-op. You're at home here on Highway 13 in Arcola. Today we hear from the province's Minister of Agriculture about his trade mission this week to the United States. The World Trade Organization opened a meeting yesterday to discuss a looming world food crisis was in Geneva. We hear from that. We hear from the Minister of Agriculture in Ukraine about Russian seizures of grain in Ukraine and efforts to move the grain out of his country despite a blockade. Mykola Solskia spoke to the House of Commons in Ottawa last week through video link about this year's effort to seed a crop in Ukraine as well. We have an update on seeding and crop conditions in the southeast part of Saskatchewan. The province also has details on water development project funding. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM News Director Jim Smalley. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnson's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. And brought to you by Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca. Agriculture Minister David Merritt is on a five-day trade mission to the U.S. this week. Merritt will stop in Minneapolis, Minnesota and Denver, Colorado to promote grain and livestock trade with various industry and government leaders. We are uh, heading to Colorado and that's where we will be uh, obviously meeting with the livestock sector there. And I think it's important for the, the listeners to know, Jim, I mean, the United States is our largest trading partner with well over $4 billion in 2021 of Saskatchewan products went into the United States. And Colorado and Minnesota are pretty good players in that. I mean, Colorado is, is predominantly the livestock side at, you know, well over $60 million, uh, you know, last year in 2021. Minnesota has obviously a lot of grain to go into that side and just under $300 million into the state of Minnesota. So, they are valuable trading partners when you combine the two of them, you know, in well over $300 million. So it's important for us to build these relationships. And as I said, we really want to take the opportunity for thanking them to do business. And if there's opportunity for them to uh, expand in that side, it just falls in line with our growth targets of where we want to get to by 2030 with, you know, agri-food exports hitting $20 billion and value-added revenue of $10 billion. So we feel it's a great opportunity. And, and in light of, you know, of all the discussion we've had, this is really about telling our story on how we grow food here in, the Saskatch- in Saskatchewan in an environmentally sustainable manner. I think it's important to tell that story. And then with food security being a major priority, Jim, it's important for us to build these relationships. And that's why we're doing these, this trade mission. And you're hoping to increase research and investment ties? That's right. And, uh, and you know, and, and that's just where we want to do in meeting with the chancellor and ask him, is there opportunities for us to, to work together and partner? And, and that's usually what happens. Universities will sign an MOU and say, okay, let's collaborate and let's try and find, you know, uh, whatever the case may be, if it's better genetics on the livestock side and working with the Livestock Forage Center of Excellence at the U of S and working with Colorado University as well. So that's the type of 
discussions we'll have. And as a government, as a provincial government, we talk to these officials and say, okay, what do you need to do what you have to do? And is there opportunity for us to collaborate and work together? So that's really what it's about is building relationships. And once again, as I said, to really thank these folks for doing business here. And is there opportunity for growth? The five-day trade mission wraps up Thursday. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. This portion is brought to you by Prairie 6-inch Eavestroffs. An inch makes a big difference. PrairieEavestroffs.ca And your Prairie Co-op Grow Team. Fueling farms, feeding families in Cupar, Ituna, Lipton and Strasburg. The head of the World Trade Organization predicted a bumpy and rocky road as it opened its highest level meeting in four and a half years yesterday in Geneva with issues like pandemic preparedness, food insecurity and overfishing of the world seas on the agenda. At a time when some question WTO's relevance, Director General Ngozi Okonjo Awilia hopes the meeting involving more than 120 ministers from the group's 164 member countries yield progress toward reducing inequality and ensuring fair and free trade. In her opening address, she said a trust deficit had emerged over the years following the failure of negotiations known as the Doha Round more than a decade ago. She cited an array of crises facing the world, such as the COVID-19 pandemic, environmental crises like droughts, floods and heat waves, and inflationary pressures that have been compounded by food shortages and higher fuel costs linked to Russia's war in Ukraine. She noted higher prices are hitting poor people the hardest. The WTO chief insisted that trade has lifted one billion people out of poverty, but poor countries and poor people in richer ones are often left behind. Blockaded ports in Ukraine have impeded exports of up to 25 million tons of grain from the key European breadbasket. Ministers at the meeting will consider whether to lift or ease export restrictions on food to help countries facing a shortage of wheat, fertilizer and other products because of the war in Ukraine. They also will decide whether to increase support for the UN's World Food Program to help needy countries around the world. And in a related development, Ukraine's agriculture minister has told Ottawa that Russia is raiding its grain stores and selling Ukrainian wheat covertly on the international market. Mykola Soskia told the House of Commons Agriculture Committee last week that 500,000 to 600,000 tons of Ukrainian wheat have been stolen by the Russians. Speaking by video link to MPs in Ottawa, he said Russia was mixing stolen Ukrainian wheat with Russian wheat and exporting it covertly with fabricated documents, including via the Crimean port of Sevastopol. He said they're now taking this grain to Russia, mixing it with Russian grain, and claimed the origin of the grain is Russia. The Minister of Agrarian Policy and Food said Ukraine tracked cargo ships containing its wheat to Syria. He says Ukraine was able to turn these ships away from Egypt, where they were originally heading, so they were diverted and went to Syria, adding Ukraine has no allies in Syria. Soskia called on Canada to apply sanctions on ship owners who exported the stolen grain, as well as those buying and selling it. Ukraine silos contain grain destined for global markets, including the Middle East and Africa, but the embattled country is unable to export it via ports such as Odessa. Aid agencies have warned that Russia's blocking of Ukraine's ports could lead to starvation in the developing world. He said due to blockade of Ukrainian seaports, 20 million tons of grain are not on the world market. Soskia said usually Ukraine would be exporting 5 to 6 million tons a month. 
But in March, it exported only 200,000 tons. Ukraine is one of the world's biggest exporters of grain, with many countries, including Lebanon and Bangladesh, relying on it for wheat, a staple food. The Ukrainian minister said some of its upcoming harvest could be ruined because the war-torn country has storage facilities for only 60 million tons of wheat, far less than usual. Many silos were already full because of Russia's blockade. Some silos were destroyed by the Russians or were in territories under Russian control. He said Russia has also fired missiles at bridges and roads used to transport the grain. The minister asked Canada to provide temporary storage facilities for its grain to stop the next harvest from rotting. At a news conference, committee chair Cody Blois reported earlier evidence from a Ukrainian MP that 13% of fields have been seeded with landmines by the Russians or contain unexploded shells. The Agriculture Committee is carrying out an inquiry into global food security and has been hearing evidence about the effect of the war on Ukraine's ability to plant and export crops. Ukraine's Minister of Agrarian Policy and Food told the committee that Ukrainian farmers in Russia-controlled areas were being threatened with having their harvest taken from them if they did not comply with Russian edicts. But he said in parts of the country controlled by Ukraine, the farmers are not giving up and working hard every day. Farmers are cultivating fields just a few hundred meters from where the bombings are, in his words. The war has led to droves of Ukrainians being displaced without jobs, he explained. Ukraine has asked Canada to send seedlings for fruit trees that people driven from their homes and family farms can cultivate. Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney. Brought to you in part by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamp's Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers on The Source 620 CKRM. This is your realagriculture.com update. Bring the energy of Real Ag Radio to your next customer meeting or conference. From your stage, we'll record an episode in person to inform and provide insight on the latest in agriculture. Sean Haney here with Real Agriculture and Real Ag Radio. I am joined right now by Cam Dahl. He's the general manager of Manitoba Pork. Hey, Cam, thanks for joining us. It's always good to talk to you, Sean. Okay, Cam, you wrote a blog post on LinkedIn. We're, we're going to post it at Real Agriculture as well. And it's entitled, A Most Important Relationship. It has to do with Canada's trading relationship with the United States. I'm curious, from your perspective at Manitoba Pork, why do you think that you're having to remind people of this right now? It it really is. You're right, Sean. This is, it's, um, you know, by far our most important agriculture customer on both sides of the border. We're their their most important agriculture uh, customer as well. And it's an integrated market. And... We, we forget about that sometimes when things are going well. Um, we, we forget about, you know, the, the ease actually in which uh, people and goods and, and food cross, uh, cross the border. And uh, we're under pressure now. That border is under pressure, whether it's from, you know, things like vaccine mandates, whatever you think about them, they're making it harder to, to cross the border. Um, but we're also under pressure from, from growing protectionism. Um, and we're, we're under pressure from, from those who don't like modern agriculture. And they're, they're looking to, uh, to shut us down as someone in, in Sarl, the, uh, state and agriculture rural leaders conference that I was just at recently indicated they're, you know, they're, they're not looking to, to, you know, make things more transparent or open. They're really looking to shut down modern agriculture. And those pressures are growing. Um, they're making trade more difficult. Uh, and we need to work with our American counterparts to, uh, to, to push back. So, 
Cam, who who's the audience for this? Is it consumers? Is it government? And, and is it, is it more tailored to our us back here at home, or is this a message to people south of the border? Well, to me, it's 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 a, a message to. To, to farm groups and farm leaders here in Canada that we need to, we need to really put a lot of effort into this relationship and we need to engage with, uh, with our partners south of the border, uh, whether it's on, um, you know, having a common message on, on those, those public trust issues, whether it's to have a common message on, you know, really talking to our governments on how important it is to keep, keep this integrated market open. Um, you know, to, to push back against things like cool in the U S or, or proposition 12 in, in California, uh, to push back against the activists that are trying to fight uh, modern agriculture and, and to do that with, with a common message and a common voice. Um, and if we're going to do that, we need to be talking and we need to, uh, to have that engagement with the, uh, the farm groups and the farm leaders south of the border. Yeah. You, you mentioned the thickening border. And we've seen this on a number of different fronts. Protectionism is alive and well. And before we point fingers at countries like the U.S. or others, we have our own case of this in in, we do. in some situations, right? Yeah, absolutely, we do. the uh, the the me first The me first outlook on uh, on trade and has uh, it existed before the pandemic, but Sean, it's really it's. The, the pandemic has made it worse, and and that economic nationalism is is something that we've seen uh, really grow throughout the pandemic. As I said, it was growing beforehand, but the uh, the pendulum has has shifted away from you know liberalized trade and expansion of of trade to uh, to really a, a me first attitude in, in many countries around the world. And we're we're a trading nation. This is this is a problem. Um, you know, 90% of, of the hogs that Manitoba raise every year is they're, they're exported, whether it's in a package or, or on foot uh, into the U.S. Um, we need to make sure that those borders stay open. And working with our partners south of the border is, is one of the ways to do that. This has been your Real Agriculture Update. It's your Agra weather forecast on The Source 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today, cloudy, 60% chance of showers and risk of a thunderstorm. Wind southeast, 30, gusting to 50. The high today, 22. 5 to 10 millimeters of rain tonight, the low 12. Tomorrow, partly cloudy. Wind southwest, 30. The high, 20. The low, 7. Wednesday, cloudy, 60% chance of showers. The high, 18. The low, 11. Thursday, clearing with a high 23, the low 14. And Friday, it turns hot with sunny and windy with a high of 31, the low 18. Saturday, hotter, sunny with a high 33, the low 18. Sunday, partly cloudy and the high forecast of 28. Normal high is 23, the normal low is 9. The sun rose at 447 this morning. It sets at 910 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is yellow grass in the southeast corner at 25 the cold spot 
is in the southwest corner, Cypress Hills at 13. Esteban is 19. Saskatoon, 22. Swift Current, 18. Weyburn, 23. And Yorkton is 20. Regina Cloudy in 22. That's 72 Fahrenheit. Windsor from the east, southeast, 26. Gusting to 35. Humidity is 68%. The barometric pressure dropping 100.1. Cloudy and Moose Jaw 20. Windsor from the east to 26. Once again, Regina Cloudy in 22. That's 72 Fahrenheit. This spring, apply pre-emergent edge microactive group 3 herbicide from Gowan Canada before seeding your canola, peas, or lentils. Maximize yield today and manage resistance tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougal Auctioneers. McDougalAuctions.com And brought to you by Patterson Liquid Systems. Experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Patterson Liquid Systems expect the best. Seeding is nearing completion in the southeast part of the province. The crops extension specialist in Weyburn. Sherry Roberts says seeding has been delayed by heavy rain in some parts of the grain belt, but is nearing an end. There's still a few guys that are out there putting in crops, and of course there's some of them they're going to go more for green feeds this year, so they are putting them in a little bit later. And of course the organic guys, they're just, uh, you know, some of them are, are still working at it. But there's still, there's still seeders out in the field, but the vast majority of them are done. Will there be much land left unseeded because of just too much moisture in the southeast? You know, it's going to be real spotty. I was down in the uh, Oxbow Carndiff area last week. There was some fields the week before that you were really wondering whether they're going to be able to get into them, but they got into them and got them planted. It's going to be more of an individual field basis, I think, instead of, you know, big, large areas, because some fields, of course, are lower than others. And some of the, the slough areas that had been, uh, you know, put into field crops the last couple of years when it was so dry, those are now back into being sloughs. So there's, there's going to be a shift, but by and large, I think the large majority of, of the, the field crop fields are going to be uh, planted this year. There, there'll be some in some areas. It, it's just a hit or miss of the showers. How is the soil moisture, and, and how, what would you describe the crop condition as? The soil moisture right now down in the southeast is, is more than adequate at this point. Uh, a lot of the crops are looking really, really good, although we need some heat now but they're talking about what 30s by i think friday and saturday so things are really going to take off sadly we are already starting to see some diseases in the cereals starting up in some of the winter wheat fields Uh, we've been hearing reports of tan spot and possibly uh septoria leaf spot complex and some of the spot diseases showing up also in some barley out there so farmers really need to be on the scout because when it hits your fields this early, it can it can spread real fast. And we've had with this moist, humid type conditions, we've had just the perfect environment for some of those fungal diseases to take off. So I would certainly say get out there and scout. And if you're not sure, get your agronomist with your your retailer to, to come on out or, or give me a call and I'd be more than happy to come on out and take a look. We're also getting uh, reports of some flea beetles out there, out and about, and but not like in the West. I mean, in the Western part of the province, they're actually having to reseed because of the the flea beetle damage has been so so bad. But all in all, what I'm seeing out there is looking really, really good. Sherry Roberts is the crop extension specialist. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Source, 620 CKRM.
This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumberyard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com. The Agriculture Program Specialist with Saskatchewan Agriculture in North Battleford has some advice for producers interested in water development support programs. Trish Johnson discusses the Farm and Ranch Water Infrastructure Program, among others. We're now in our final year of this current suite of programs, so we encourage producers to get your applications in as soon as possible. If you're an eligible Saskatchewan producer and have completed a new dugout, pipeline or well for agricultural use, you may be eligible for a rebate of up to 50% of eligible costs for that water project. Rebate applications are available on our website or by calling the Agriculture Knowledge Centre at the number I'll provide in a moment. Maybe you're seeding some marginal cropland into forages or putting up cross-fencing to implement a grazing management plan. Are you putting up an exclusion fence along a riparian area to keep the cattle out and protect that water source? If you're thinking of doing any of these, you might be eligible for funding under the Farm Stewardship Program. The Farm Stewardship Program requires a pre-approval before you start, so I recommend you call us soon so we can discuss your particular situation, determine your eligibility, and work together with you on your project application. Trish Johnson is the Agriculture Program Specialist with Saskatchewan Agriculture. The Market Updates with Jim Smalley on The Source, 620 CKRM. Market Update is brought to you by Freeze Tom and Lumber and Sask Pork. Perfect pork, our passion, our promise. Learn more at sasspork.com. Grain prices were showing downward movement in early trading. Viterra prices for canola fell $15 at $1,002.62. One red spring wheat dropped 50 cents at 518.07. The rest were unchanged. Durham 606.27. Feed barley 387.54. Chickpeas 999.99. Flax 1094.61. Lentils 891.50. Oats 436.53, yellow peas 604.65, feed wheat 378.30. At Minneapolis, July spring wheat dropped one and a half cents at 12.20 a bushel. It's the livestock reports on the Source 620 CKRM. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn 842-4574. Now the latest livestock quotes. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Lee bringing the market report direct from Heartland and Swift Current. We had 700 cattle on offer last week, mainly cows. Here are the quotations. D1 and 2 cows, $1.15 and a half. D3 cows, 80 to 95. Mature bulls, $1.25 to $1.38. Medium bulls, $1.25. Hefferets, $1.15 to $1.25 and a half. Big open heifers, Thousands of twelve hundred pounds, a dollar forty to dollar fifty-five. This Thursday, June sixteenth, cow calf pair, two hundred of the best Red Cross calves on offer. This will be a DLMS sale. Please, please book in. 
For further information, please phone 773-3174. Good day and good marketing. And today's Saskatchewan pork price quotes, 236.86 per CKG. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report, brought to you by Second Look Online Auction. Visit 2ndlookonlineauction.com to see what's up for bid. And brought to you by Mandeco. Talk to your Mandeco dealer or visit Mandeco. Mandeco.com to learn more about Mandeco land rollers and tillage equipment. Stats Canada says the amount Canadians owe relative to their income pulled back in the first quarter from the record level set in the fourth quarter of 2021 as incomes grew faster than debt. The agency says on a seasonally adjusted basis, household credit market debt as a proportion of household disposable income fell to 182.5% compared with the record 185% in the previous quarter. In other words, it says there was $1.83 in credit market debt for every dollar of household disposable income in the first quarter. The decrease came as household credit market debt grew 2%, but household disposable income gained 3.3%. Mortgage debt totaled nearly $2 trillion, while non-mortgage loans stood at $706 billion. The household debt service ratio measured as total obligated payments of principal and interest on credit market debt as a proportion of household disposable income was 13.48% in the first quarter, down from 13.72% in the fourth quarter of 2021. Sonovus Energy says it has signed an agreement to buy the 50% stake in the Sunrise Oil Sands project in northern Alberta that it does not already own from BP. Sonovus Energy logos were on display at the Global Energy Show in Calgary. On the markets, the TSX is down 464 points to 19,810. The Dow has dropped 721 points to 30,671. Oil has risen $1.13 at $121.80 per barrel. The Canadian dollar is down 47 one-hundredths of a cent at 77.74 cents U.S. That's the resource report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the On Demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. You've been listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of today's broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, following the 12 o'clock news on your voice for everything ag. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive pre emergent herbicide.